1: Channel 2 Radio, the Mindset Matters Show with New Noorani. beautiful
2: people. It's that time of the week again. The Mindset Matters talk show. I'm your host, Zenat Narani, for the next hour and a half from 10.30 to 12 noon. And I'd like to welcome back all my listeners, my regulars to the Mindset Matters and anybody tuning in for the very first time. So welcome. Of course, as you heard, I always love to kick off the show with my favorite tune, Climb by Miley Cyrus, which I absolutely love. And it's a great reminder to keep going on and that, yes, there is always another mountain that's going to appear and that we've got to keep climbing and that you can get to the top of that mountain and over. And with the right mindset and the support that can absolutely happen. Right. Uh, before I do anything else, uh, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Intune PR. And actually, I've got him in the studio here today, so good morning Darren.
3: Hello, happy to be sponsoring again.
2: (laughs) Lovely, lovely to have you. Why don't you tell us why you sponsor the show rather than me doing the spiel?
3: Okay, well it's actually a very simple thing. Um, This show goes out to listeners worldwide, it has social media to it, and it makes a difference in people's lives. What's not to love?
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's an absolute pleasure to have you sponsoring the show, your support, your guidance, everything. before I do anything else, actually, I'm gonna welcome my other two guests. Because all together, the four of us, we were originally known as the Tears. It was two against two, but we are now we the Appeteers. Yeah, Look, they're in they're already interrupting me. Maybe I should just show them the door. Who knows? So welcome, Chandra. <laughs> and welcome Sarah. Thank you. Hi. Is Thank you. Yeah. Is that it? Welcome. Okay. Well we're <laughs> going hit- to be here. Yeah, they're just warming up. You know, what well, it'll be soon where I won't be able to get a word in Edgeways in a second. But uh this morning, uh Darren and Chandra have been teasing me because I'm wearing my cowboy boots. But more importantly, I'm wearing shorts this morning. Uh and it's raining. And I was just kind of you know, I want to get my legs out because it might bring the sunshine out. Positive thinking. Absolutely. Not only that, you know, wet legs
4: dry off quicker than wet trousers. I like that. So I do like sense. wet
5: leg. I saw them earlier on.
4: Uh, easy
2: tiger. Right, okay, moving <laughs> on. First of all, so throughout the show, don't forget to connect with me on social media and remember to keep those tweets coming in and if anybody knows Chandra, Darren and Sarah, do tweet them, but we'd love to hear from you. Um, anything amazing that you have been doing um, over the last week, month, a year, differences that uh, you've making in people's lives or anyone who's made a difference in your life, then please give us a shout out so we can, well, tell me so I can shout out about it. And you can do that to znat underscore Noorani, hashtag MSM Radio Talks, hashtag Let's Talk Better. Now, if it is your first time listening in to the Mindset Matters, this show is dedicated to supporting and making a difference in bringing about awareness, uh, breaking down those stigmas around mental health and well being. Here on this show, we share how different aspects of our lives are affected and impact our overall well being if ignored. So, we share lots of tips, tools, insights, and stories to help bring about that change. And importantly, to mention that uh, we are not alone. You are not alone. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes through challenging times in their lives at some point. And we just have to be brave enough to reach out and ask for help, ask for support, because that is the bravest thing that you can do. Of course, all these shows, this one including, can be listened again on uh, my anchor.fm forward slash zenat hyphen MSM. Of course, on all the Audible platforms, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Uh, I've said Apple already. Um, and it, yeah, just all the Audible platforms. And if you're listening live, You can listen on Channel Radio 2 as well as on the app Get Me Radio. So you can just download that. Right. I'm out of breath already. Um, Right. We're going to go into a quick music break. And this song is called Stronger Together by Elliot Kennedy and uh, Gareth Malone. And I thought it'd be apt for, because I have my three favourite people here who I love dearly, met through networking, and I think I had this conversation with them some time back and it was in a place where it's taken me 50 years, yes I'm 50, uh, <laughs> it's taken me 50 years to find my tribe. So, and I do believe when we have the right people around us and we're surrounded by that we are stronger together. So let's listen to that too. Here here. thinking while that song was playing it's also apt to what I want to say on the 6th of July I it was a real privilege to take part in the baton of hope UK which was one of which is The biggest suicide awareness and prevention initiative that the UK has ever seen, which is all about opening up necessary conversations and promoting the appropriate actions to start having those conversations, reduce the stigma, get better at talking, asking questions, listening and directing people uh, to the right places for help and together that we can save lives. And I got to be a baton bearer in London, which was absolutely amazing and you know sometimes i'm lost for words but i have sarah here with me as you know i introduced her before and sarah came along to um london to support me for the baton of hope along with mercedes Ely from quest soul theater and uh, neil peters was there as well and your mom uh, and of course my mother uh which was so wonderful to have it but um, and my brother was there in in my heart unfortunately he couldn't make it though he really wanted to. but wasn't it a day? It was really quite something.
4: It was, um, uh, you know, initially there was all the excitement about, uh, oh, wow, it's so great that you get to take part in this. It's such mm. a great thing to be doing. Um, and then when we actually got there and, and then, the, you know, when there was sort of the, uh, there was an opening concert, wasn't there, with, yeah, the, with the singer? at the Royal Albert Hall, Royal Hall outside. And uh, and I was just looking around at all the people who were there and they all had T-shirts on and a lot of them had um, photographs stapled to those T-shirts mm. and um, of people that they'd lost to suicide. Um, and, you know, there was one lady who's uh she had the hashtag forever 15 and i just I, i'm welling up just thinking yeah, about it now can't get it so emotional yeah
2: cuz as you know we were talking about this and said you know there were people there we were having fun we were laughing we were crying but there was also a, a great emotional sadness
4: yeah it was um the whole thing was extremely moving and there were a lot of the courage of so many people there um, and it 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 was, I think it was, it it was just a really powerful day. So it was really special to be part of it.
2: Yeah. And let's, um, and then shortly after, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but Rishi Sunak made an announcement on TV, um, BBC London, um, about the Baton of Hope and hoping that these will be challenges um, that will be faced. (laughs) And, let's put some money into it now that's that's the main thing Mm -hmm. they need to start putting something into place yeah i mean the the, the provision
4: for mental health care at the moment is uh pretty much non-existent as i'm sure a lot of people know uh by the time people get the help it's 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 usually too late um it's beyond too late uh so and there's a, a real gap as well in that particularly vulnerable age group yes yeah. um what is it sort of between 16 and 18 it's a bit they, lower now they, it's, where, yeah, well, 14. but, but it's, 14. it's up till 16 they get it on the nhs or something and or it's cams and then mm. between 16 and 18 there's nothing there's because nothing, they're no. not adults but they're not children either so you know there's some real problems, problems that there. To be
2: f- but even getting into cams oh, and yeah, getting that support impossible. there's so much paperwork that you've got to get through mm. and yeah it's just it's Yeah, it's, it's not acceptable. No. Uh, you know, talking about uh, the waiting list, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, Mike McCarthy's son who passed away and he's one of the founders of uh, the Baton of Hope. His son did suffer from depression and he went for help, they put him on a waiting list for six months, waiting list, mm-hmm. and after going onto that waiting list, it was about yeah. a week later he took his own life. Oh, I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean,
4: six months—if somebody's having suicidal thoughts, you can't say, "Can you hold that thought hold for six, six months, months, please?" I mean, yeah, it's just
5: you know, it's, unbelievable, isn't it? It's
4: beyond, beyond ridiculous.
5: It was interesting because um, I was mentioning earlier. Yes, I was talking to somebody in a networking event, and. Um, she just burst into tears because she'd lost a relative uh, last week to suicide.
4: Oh, no. And
5: that was just uh, so awful. And also, even now in the the news, the the television presenter that we all now know, I mean, is suffering uh, deeply from mental health as well uh, and has been for a number of years. So, yeah, it affects everybody of all ages.
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are, where you work. It happens um, a few months ago. You had that head teacher that took her own life as well mm. because of the pressures. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: We've got um, Dealey Ali, the footballer, who's in the news because of sexual abuse in his young childhood. Yeah. Uh, mm. Again, in this uh, sphere at the moment. And uh, one of the things that's been occurring to me, we're quite interested in language. So, hence the founding of the Let's Talk Better campaign we've got, Z. Mm. Uh, and because I, I like football, I look at football headlines. <laughs> And what is it about football headlines that, unlike in quite a lot of other areas, people can get away with things like, um, oh, this player is a complete dud. He's a failure. He's absolutely useless. Um, it's not just the fans. It's the media who actually couch that about people in those terms. And these are people who have got a career that might be 10 years. What's he doing to them?
2: Yeah, there has been often cases where the media has caused victims, people to fall to depression, suicide. Because of that exposure, yeah. they, you know, they are guilty in many respects. Mm. There's positives and negatives.
3: Oh, well, it's not just um, the media, of course. Um, how about the, there was that um, head teacher recently, mm. uh, well, on, a while ago, she had committed suicide mm. after her school had gone from outstanding yep. to uh, inadequate, or whatever mm. the term is, from Ofsted. lo and behold, they've just put it back to uh, outstanding, I think. Mm. Well, it's not doing her any good. She's not here anymore. Yeah, yeah, a bit too late for that, isn't it?
2: And the pressures, I mean, coming from a teaching background, I know exactly what that's like. All of a sudden, everything comes to a standstill. The pressure, the anxiety between all the staff. But then the children feel that as well, you know, and you're like, well, what good is this going to do? Um, I think uh, children
4: are exposed to a lot of pressures from a very early age these days that we don't necessarily factor in because it's not part of our experience um and it goes from everything from you know sort of what's going on in the news if you like mm-hmm. um right through you know when they start to be before they even hit teenagerhood mm-hmm. and uh, the pressures of snapchat and instagram and you know, all of those uh, all, all of again. those platforms where there's an unrealistic expectation, mm-hmm. and and also the fact that you know, I mean, bullying has been around since forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the old days, you used to be able to get away from it, and of course now it's all
2: online, so
4: you yeah, you yeah. can't. And yeah, we're going to be talking
2: point. about AI a bit later on, mm-hmm. uh, right up your street <laughs> lately, and um, you know the impact of that on people's mental health and well-being, the psychological impact of it all. Right, just to brighten up a little bit, because <laughs> we like to go through waves, uh, we're going to do my affirmation uh, for this week. So it's about finding a time where you can reflect on this affirmation and, and think about how you might apply it and make some notes in your journal or on a piece of paper, post-it notes. And if you feel brave enough, do tweet in. Let me share you your thoughts around it. So while I bring my affirmation up, my, there we go this week is I don't need anyone else to make me feel good about myself my happiness is not dependent upon the approval of others so on that while I leave you with that one we're going to go with a tune called Paranoid by Black Sabbath which was requested by Darren why?
3: Mm. um <clears throat> It was chosen because of the nature of business, and uh, the nature of self-employed business in particular, uh, in which, unlike regular nine-to-five corporate-type employment or day jobs, as it were, uh, when you're not earning, uh, maybe you're out networking, maybe you're doing a family thing, maybe you're doing some leisure thing, the thought keeps creeping into your head, I should be doing something productive, e.g. something that leads to money. And frankly, you end up with this paranoid attitude, uh, and also I'm speaking to uh, the stationary and workwear king of the West Midlands, and Bromley here, Chandra Sharma, uh, <laughs> who, who is Thank from the cool. roots, same roots as Ozzy Osbourne and the band. So I thought I'd also choose it in his honour.
2: Well, here Thank we you go. Very much.
1: Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support, and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery Bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma.
2: Well, there we have it. Uh, Sabbath, I believe, and Black Sabbath. Uh, Black Sabbath. Get it right. Paranoid. They once recorded a
4: video at my old school. Did they? Yeah. They. I uh, they think they wanted the sort of gothicness of
2: Battle Abbey, so they they used it in a video. Oh, really? I would have loved to have gone to your school. That was just a square block in the desert. No, science oh, That sounds good block. in a
5: desert. I'd love to have <laughs> gone to your school.
2: <laughs>
6: what did they do? Surround- Pick you
2: up by camel? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we can't escape because we're surrounded by scorpions. <laughs> <laughs>
6: they were the teachers. were the teachers, They were the teachers, they were they? The teachers exactly.
2: <laughs> scorpions and camel spiders. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway, so thinking about um, that tune we were talking about, because um, Darren came off and said, You know we're such a great group um that uh, we don't need us to uh, feel good about ourselves and that was one angle of taking it but then you sarah you came up with a different angle which is so true as well well dazzle
4: was like well you know we we need each other to make each other feel good and it's like well we don't it's not so much needing each other to feel good. It's mm. um, we all support each other. We're not looking to each other for approval, which yes. is what your um, affirmation about. was about. So um, but absolutely we look to each other for the support because we respect and admire each other. So
6: And the
5: group we're talking about is the Abateers. The Abateers.
4: The Abateers. Abateers.
5: Formerly the ocraters
4: yeah.
6: yeah. And the Abateers comprise
5: of who's on drums? The Abateers. I think Darren's
3: on drums, isn't he? Oh, I think I'm gonna import animal from the Muppets. <laughs> you you not on vocals?
2: Me on vocals, great.
3: I'll be on the air guitar. What are you, Sarah?
4: I'll be on the triangle. Ding, 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 ding.
3: Here's the abateurs. Can I go. try some crowd surfing like um, Jack and Black in schools out, School of Rock?
4: If
2: you're brave enough.
3: Mm, although he first splatted onto the floor when he did it, of course.
2: Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so I just wanted to read out... A quoted statement by Peter du- uh, Dr- uh, Drucker, sorry, Drucker, uh, because we were talking about controlling the car, in the, not in about controlling my car, as in the, uh, the anger management side of things, which I don't have, by the way. Being in control of your life. And he says, there are very few things that we can control in life, but the few that we can, how we think, how we feel and how we act are enough to make the difference in any course we choose. Time is not on our side. It's your life and it's up to you. You always have a choice. You do. You may not like the choice, but you do always have a choice. Yeah, because you've got to make a choice. So I think that's really important. And that's a hard one to get your head around sometimes, Spe- especially if you're in a space where everything's falling apart and you just want that one thing. But you've, it's, it's, it's a process, there's steps towards that.
3: Well, the context, <laughs> what we were talking about in the car, was you and your former road rage. That's
6: it. Road rage. Uh,
3: and Don't um, up the word. Yeah. And I told you before about the TV series of the neurodiverse. Um, theme family in it, Atypical. I finally remembered the name of it. And in there, there's a character called Road Rage Page. Mm. And if I may put a re- song request in early for next week, Catatonia Road Rage.
2: Right, if <laughs> I've got time, I might throw it in today.
3: Yeah, if brilliant. A little bit of
2: time. If you've got time, can we have... Call me. I'm really into that call me. again at the Right, moment. when we go into our next break, you'll have to tell me so I can put it in. <laughs> I can't multitask.
5: <laughs> at least some time for talking as well. we have got a lot of requests here today. <laughs> I
2: know. It's all about the music. But then again, music is really uplifting. It is. It's powerful, isn't it? It is not um, it Do you know what? I want to dive into a little bit about your business, what you do, but more importantly, the successes you've had, how you've had those successes, but also the challenges that you've had along the way and the impact it's had on you. Um, any challenges that you've overcome and how you've overcome that? Can you share some tips and tools? Because you all come from three different backgrounds of business. And I think it's really important because we are going through really, really difficult times at the moment <coughs> with the cost of living and uh, just, yeah, just, you know, everything really. And it's not it's about sharing. And that's where we get some insight so that you also know that you're not alone when you're running your business. Uh, Even if you're not running your business, you're in employment as well, because if there's time I want to talk about micromanaging as well, because that's a big topic. I've actually posted two videos about spotting signs of micromanaging and how that impacts your psychological well-being as well. But out of my three abateers, who would like to dive in first? They're all pointing to the monkey's nuts and she'll explain that so it may sound a bit odd but she'll explain that. Um, okay
4: so uh, wh- what was the first question?
2: First of all you need to introduce yourself. Okay, so,
0: hello.
4: <laughs> My name's Sarah. I'm troop leader at Babel Monkey. We're a digital marketing and PR company here to create chatter about your business online. There we go, And here we go. So if social media is driving you bananas, if video killed your radio chimp and if you want your blogs to be the monkey's nuts, come to Babel Monkey because we make marketing more fun than a barrel of monkeys. Well, there you go. The monkey's nuts.
2: (laughs) Anyway, so thank you for that. Um, Tell us a bit about your um, business in terms of let's go with the successes first, because it's always nice. I like to start with the goodies. (laughs) What's Um, been successful in your business over the last few years or okay well first of all i would have to say that
4: in spite of everything um baby
2: key is now nine
4: and a half years old Woo! um so i would say that is a success considering that's taken me through lots of personal stuff and also brexit and, and not brexit which was worse mm. and then covid um so that's i would say that was a success um i've had some uh, successes along the way with the sort of different packages that I've introduced at different times that have uh, fed into what people need at that time so um, that's been um, that's been quite good um, we're going through a bit of a restructure and reshuffle or repositioning at the moment I think because uh, uh, I feel as though Babel monkey has been focusing uh, too much on one sector of the um, or one end if you like of the uh, business demographic uh, and so uh, I'm I'm, I'm Shuffling around the marketing, shall we say? I'm repackaging.
2: Repackaging. Uh,
4: same stuff, just uh, presenting it differently, so that people have a better understanding of exactly what we we want to do.
2: And what was the drive to kind of reshuffle the direction? I want to make more money make more money yes I'm afraid so we're in
4: business for a reason reason.
2: yeah there is a reason Mm. and it goes I suppose down to (coughs) you know our values that we have and what we want for our business business values it is that but it's it's, it's also things like you know um, I
4: I really I'm very conscious of the fact that I I was very lucky I fixed my mortgage rate for five years uh, about 18 months ago so uh, I'm on Mm -hmm. uh, 1.34% when that expires things are going to change so I really Mm. need to be in a much stronger position uh, for that and also there's so much that I want to be able to do uh, not just for myself but for my friends for my family um, and the more the more money I make the more I can do for other people basically mm. um, so that's that's kind of part of the you know it's not just i want to sit on a pile of money and i'm not a i'm not a dwarf (laughs) i'm
2: I'm not a
4: tolkien dwarf i don't want to just yeah i don't just want to sit on my pile of gold i want to do stuff with it
2: um so that's that's the driver Mm. so um along the way what kind of challenges have you um, come across in your business but also it it impacts you in your personal life as well but you know how how have you moved forward what have the Tools and strategies that you've used, or whether it's your own self within that. Uh, I'm basically just
4: uh, it's a couple of things, I suppose. One, I'm just bloody minded, frankly, uh, and pretty resilient, and I just, I just never quite give up fighting. I have days where I go, "Okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to hide for a bit." Um, although to be fair, I haven't really had the opportunity to do that lately.
5: <laughs> we all have those days, have not
4: we? <laughs> but. Um, quitting is just not an option failure is not an option (laughs) you know what's good on the spacecraft there's always something isn't there so um, but definitely um, having you guys around um, Mm -hmm. and you know some of our other really good extended network as well um, have made a huge difference because and, and I actually find that if you're honest with people uh, about what's going on it's really quite surprising mm-hmm. the the reaction you get back i was talking to um i don't know if you know mike roberts um he's um making digital real guy uh, and you know there's a lot of overlap between what he does and what i do uh, and uh, but we get on really really well and uh, we had a, a zoom catch up actually um probably a little while ago now and uh, uh it was last year and he said um we've caught up since then but last year he said to me you know hi sarah how are things going and i said well honestly it's been really tough i said yeah thankfully I've, you know i've got a couple of new clients just come in uh, i said but i was kind of getting to the oh my goodness stage and he went you know what Sarah it's so refreshing that somebody's actually mm. said that he went I've had a really poor start to the year as well it's been terrible mm. um he said it's it's picking up now but you know the beginning of this year was really tough yeah uh, it's it's like, up, but nobody ever Says, actually, has you know, it's just always oh no, everything's fine, everything, yeah, everything's great. Um, and yeah, nothing's congruent with what's coming out of their mouth yeah. to their body language, or what's going on. Yeah, or either that, or they, you know, people. Just, it's this this pressure that we've all got to pretend that everything is all right all yeah. the time, uh, and sometimes it's not, and and sometimes you do need to say, I need some help. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, having a support network to fall back on. That's uh, that's, that's, and I don't know where I get the resilience and, as I say, the sheer bloody mindedness from. I guess maybe I'm just stubborn. I just refuse to mm-hmm. quit.
2: And it's interesting you use the word stubborn because often stubborn is looked at as a negative trait to have, mm. but actually it's not. Well, if you, it's if like you the, use it in the right way, exactly. Yeah. It's tools, isn't it? It's a tool. Um, yeah. Any other tips that you've got apart from having that good social, you know, people around you, that support of network? Uh, uh, running and wine and
5: dogs. <laughs> <laughs> in that order?
2: I knew it had to come. That's why I asked the question again, because there was more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is the hierarchy?
4: Dogs have to be in there first, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's probably an even, even slip between running and wine. Mm. One facilitates the other. <laughs> exactly.
5: Not drinking wine while you're running.
4: No, no i you have it, after you it. You spill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I spill no, it.
5: You don't want to I waste it, it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs>
2: But, you know... Pets are wonderful, and I've spoken about this many times, and I've got a blog out there about how wonderful pets are. Uh, you know, they don't have to be furry pets. They can be any scorpions. type of pets. They can be scorpions, they can be camel spiders. Bearded I mean, mes- lizards. Bearded lizards, that like Mercedes recently had, and I have put a picture of me holding one. Absolutely gorgeous. Really lovely. But yes. Super. Well, yeah, that's... Um, Sarah telling <laughs> us about her
4: Babel monkey. I think we need to pick on Chandra by now.
2: We do, really? but you know what? We're going to go to a tune. You chose this one, Believe. Ah,
4: uh, I do. love that. Why? Um, I think Cher's inspirational. Um, I mean, she got up on Glastonbury stage a couple of years ago, and uh, she's seventy something. She's like, "What's your grandmother
2: doing tonight?"
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know, spangly stuff. It's like, go
2: girl! Well, there we go. Shit. <laughs> <Sure. laughs>
1: Exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma.
2: Welcome back to the Mindset Matters. And we are now going to hear from Charlie a little bit about his business. Hi. Oh, thank you. So tell us a little bit about you and Can your I business.
5: Tell you about Mr. Blue Sky first.
2: Yes. Oh, of course. Sorry. Uh, I'm, my bad. I should I've, have asked you.
5: No, I put that on because um, you've got shorts on today. <laughs> uh, in the sky. rain.
2: Oh, my gosh. They're not going to let this go. And are actually, you?
5: if you look above, there's a little bit of a blue sky in the studio here. There's a it, blue filter, there's but it's a blue, a blue filter. Sky. But it's falling. <laughs> it's falling. Hopefully it's not on your head. You're, you're away from there, so away, that's
2: fine. Away. So tell us about uh, Blue Skies.
5: Blue Skies? Yes. I've done the Blue Sky bit, but it's a positive song. But you
2: haven't told them much, so you, talk, you said shorts. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably wondering, what do you no, mean by shorts?
5: It's one of my favourite uh, bands, uh, going back to my youth, uh, ELO, or the Electric Light Orchestra, and it's just an uplifting song. And I needed something uplifting this morning, a bit of a banging headache this morning. Oh, no. I uh, had a late night last night, but oh, not yeah. like you girls, not that kind of late <laughs> I night. I don't know
4: what you mean. We uh, have no idea. I didn't have a late night last night.
5: Well, a few nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, it's an uplifting idea. song and uh, Blue Sky is great. So thank you very much for that.
2: You're most welcome, of course. So uh, I want to hear about your safari. Yep. Should we hear about that first or should we? Let's go into your business first. So yeah no the, the, uh, you know the challenges and the successes and how you're overcoming them and have overcome some of them and what it's been like
5: <laughs> Oh where do I start Exactly <laughs> like we only
2: have 45 minutes till the end of the show and you've probably got about 5 minutes because we're going to need to hear Firm Dazzle
5: Okay I'm just going to start off um, rewind I guess um currently um my business is uh, all office supplies stationery branded workwear and i'm wearing one of my lovely tops here and it looks Elfrock very nice. business services uh, so we do that all on site and it's something actually i'm quite proud of um, if you'd asked me about a year ago i didn't know how to operate an embroidery machine but now i'm the expert at it so uh, Can I say uh, I've had
2: some lovely embroidered wear from you as well for my um, Vida de la Mariposa coaching and for the Let's Talk Better campaign that we have
5: Thank you very much and actually one of the, the proudest moments was yesterday um, at a networking meeting where I presented um, some towels to a lady um, who wanted it for her daughter's 18th birthday she's got learning difficulties and she's had some really bad news recently as well and uh, she asked for something that was going to be different uh, from the run-of-the-mill gifts there. So I chose a, a hand towel, um, a, a face towel, and a bath towel, and embroidered it. And she wanted something with a sci-fi theme. So we did Star Wars. Um, we couldn't use a Star Wars brand, so we recreated some of the artwork there. I presented it to her, but I then did an extra T-shirt for her. Uh, wasn't something that she'd asked for. And I then gift wrapped it with a a ribbon that my brother had printed uh, with um, happy birthday, Faye. And um, when I presented it to this uh, lady at the networking meeting, she just burst into tears. And she thought that was such a special thing. And that's what really drives me, is um, when you make people happy. Um, And that's what I'm all all about. Um, I'm very much community focused. And uh, about Mm. uh, connecting people, uh, about doing the very best. We were talking about values earlier. And my values right from birth have been care, trust, respect, and professionalism. And that's what I strive to do in my personal life and also my professional life. So the the, the business is office supplies, stationery, furniture, workwear. But we've been through a tough time. And um, a couple of years ago, I had to close a business down uh, because of COVID. And that was probably the most difficult thing I've ever had to Mm. do. I've had other challenges in my life, but that was probably the most difficult thing I've had to do. And where do you recover from that? Um, so it affects your self confidence, self belief, uh, affects everything. Um, but I think, as Sarah said, um, you've just got to carry on. There's no option. You're just going to carry on. And it's that, um, I guess, stubbornness inside you or that self belief that something comes out, your back's against the wall, and we, we have to fight. So, yeah, the last uh, 12 to 18 months have really been about fighting about going back to what my true values are, mm. about why people use me. And people do buy people, and that's what I'm relying on. And that, luckily, a lot of my clients have stayed with me and because of who I am and what mm. I do. We may not be the cheapest around, although we are very competitive, uh, but people buy from um, people like myself. And we try and help as many people as we can. So yeah, we've faced a number of challenges, but uh, thankfully, overcome them. And um, having the support of my friends um, and the Abateers are here has been extremely important because, again, through those tough times, you do need people that you can speak to openly, honestly, you can cry with, you can laugh with, Mm -hmm. uh, you can share your problems with without any fear of judgment. So that's been really important to me. So thank you very much, Abateers.
2: No, thank you. Our pleasure. Yeah. It's great to have you in our lives. I'm speaking for a everyone else in yeah, here yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah here here uh, but you know and it, you you know you're talking about having your back up against the wall and sometimes it may seem that things are there's no hope but you have to have that hope and it goes back to choice there is a choice that you need to make it may not be the one that we want but in that moment what's going to help you get out of that that hole to take the next step to move forward and also thinking about the people around you, you know, if you have families, you, you know, children, all of that comes into play and the impact Absolutely.
5: of Absolutely. And self-belief. I think you've really yeah. got to believe in yourself. You know, other people can, you know, you say they believe in you, but it's got to come from within and you've got to believe in yourself and uh, go back to that place when you were good, when you were positive and when you did achieve things, because when you're negative, you could go into a downward spiral. Mm. So just uh, stay positive positive. Um, you still have all those skills, you still have everything there, you just need to dig them out and, um, you know, get on with it. So that's what I try and do.
2: Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Often we don't go back to the drawing board and see, you know, where are our strengths, where have we been successful in the past? And I think that's really important to go back and say, you know what, I've overcome this, this, and I did it this way, and I'm strong at this, now I can use that to in the present to move forward.
5: Yeah. Well, can I talk about the safari park last night?
2: Yes, you may talk about the <laughs> safari park. I, he's just been itching away there. But it is beautiful. Again, this this is about well-being because it's it a different angle. Anyway, I'm going to... Shut up now and let you talk about the safari park. and did, uh, b- 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 uh, b- Before you de- do, did you wear your hat and then those army kind of karky, safari khaki shorts. shorts and the boots well, and the high socks? Well, I had thought
5: of that, but I think you're <laughs> wearing the shorts today and Sarah's wearing the hat. So uh, <laughs> I should have borrowed your shorts and hats for you last night. But no, we went conservatively dressed because it was pouring down with rain earlier. <laughs> but uh, this was a networking event and uh, from the FSB, Federation of Small Businesses. Uh, and a shout out to Tim Aker, the development manager for Kent um, and Jane and um, Elaine, who organized this. It was brilliant. So networking can be very stuffy, can't it? You know? Oh, God. Everyone has to do their elevator pitches, you have to shake hands, you have to exchange business cards. But this was none of that. Very this, was, uh, <laughs> this was just going around, enjoying yourself. Um, we were bused from our car to the, um, the, 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 the main area reception area, and then we all went in a group. To go around the safari park and which safari park this is port limp and first thing it was all about spotting where the animals are so where are they today and we saw birds we saw pigeons we saw everything (laughs) that you would normally see but uh, not an animal inside but then as we got further on and actually the, the the good thing was the people within the carriages with us we were all feeling exactly the same, and everyone had their cameras out, taking pictures of weeds and
0: <laughs> birds and <laughs> things. <laughs> and, um, it's
5: but um, it was it's just uh, it was just fun these. because you got to know people in a different light, rather than the, the mm. sort of networking sort of side. But soon we did see uh, all the uh, the giraffes, the rhinos, and everything else. And uh, there was one stubborn giraffe who just walked in front of our carriage and refused to get off the road because. This was his territory, not our territory, and um, he didn't want us to, um, you know, overtake him. So no, it was a really, really enjoyable night. Um, Really enjoyed it, Um, and then we had a tweet afterwards, and where people sort of talked socially about each other rather than about business. So it was great. Mm.
3: Did you see the Przysolski's horses? No, I didn't. Uh, that's one of the more unique things I have there. Uh, that's a, a breed of small horse off the steppes of Russia, I believe. Oh, really? And uh, they're very pretty. And, but when we were there, they were kind of in the distance on the other side of the field, probably practising for a new came.
5: <laughs> uh, they probably were. But you can also actually um, hire one of those cabins, and apparently if you want to see the lions, it costs £2,000 a night. Oh, wow. And you can see the lions. There's a glass screen and you can see them. So oh, that's um, enough
2: to bring stress on.
5: I know. <laughs> £2,000. Very well paid lions. One of the chaps said, Look, I'd want <laughs> the lion to take home with me after that for that
6: price.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, as I said to you, I think I'd rather pay a, uh, you know, another thousand quid or a little bit more and go to Botswana.
6: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Mm. Than uh, kind of have it there? I went
4: on safari when I lived in Malawi. That was oh, amazing. Nice. So. That was a
6: proper survival. Oh,
4: it's incredible. My dad took this picture of, because um, he, he saw a cheetah across the river. So all the rondavels were on one side of the river. And- Bush was on the other, and um, it was a cheetah, and my dad took a picture of it uh, back in the colour slides. Do you remember colour slides? Oh, my goodness. Uh, and uh, every time we come back to the UK, we'd sort of, you know, show people what we've been doing whatever. And every time this colour slide went up on the wall, we'd be like, hang on a second, is, isn't that another cheetah? So my dad had taken a picture, and he thought it was one cheetah, and in the end we found seven cheetahs oh, in really? the grass. It
2: was, yeah,
0: wow. it was quite a shot, quite a beautiful. Shot.
2: That's so relaxing as well, I think. For me, it is. It would be, yeah. Not that I've seen it. Just, just to be able to immerse in that kind of environment, I'm, I'm just weird. <laughs> Whatever works for me, right? <laughs> but no, thank you very much, uh, Chandra, for sharing that. Um There's some important things there to take on board, and how we deal and cope with challenges in our business, and the way it makes us feel as well. I think that's really important and going back and checking and really feeling like you know I've been successful in this I've overcome the these aspects of my personal or business life or both and there is a way forward yeah
5: absolutely there is always a way forward
2: there is indeed and without further ado we're going to jump straight in we're not going to go into a music break we're going to go straight to Darren hello
3: Good afternoon. Oh, good or afternoon. Or is it? No, good morning even still. Yeah, it's good yeah. morning. Yeah. Very, very ahead of myself.
2: That was very deep. Very uh, <clears throat> Barry Maran... Ma- 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 Manalo. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I no, I was Barry was good. White. Barry White. Barry White.
4: You were trying to say Manalo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mean Manalo. I was thinking he doesn't have a particularly deep voice. So obviously voice.
2: my mind and my mouth is not congruent. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Barry White, sing to me.
3: I can't remember a single Barry White song. (laughs) You're
2: going to need a lot of your love, baby. There you go. It was a deeper
5: voice. It was a deeper voice.
2: So, uh, Darren, tell us a little bit about your business and the Um,
3: same. My business is called Intune PR, and uh, when I'm doing an elevator speech, bits like this come into it, uh, which is Intune PR puts the right words in the right places, and those places might be the media, uh, by which people can get better awareness or better reputation, or uh, copywriting, same thing that Sarah does very well as well, um, and websites, blogs, blogs, um, Ghost writing for media, all sorts of stuff like that, and indeed, to my complete surprise, I've even started doing a little bit of writing for somebody in the political field. Not that that's going to that's
2: different. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: end up in Lee. You know, I'm not signing off on that one, but uh, it's interesting because I have a degree in politics, so I have some understanding. Worked in civil service, been around ministers. Um, but yeah, that's what I do, and part of that is. I love positivity, uh, and Chandra and Sarah and indeed self are all talking about uh, where do we get our resilience from. I don't know where mine's from, but I love the positive. Uh, so I have got some words in uh, my favourite magazine um, the other day. Positive news. So I'm going to quote from myself. There we go.
6: Um,
3: the world is crying out for positive news, and for people to be reminded repeatedly that they can create it. And uh, yeah, it, look out the magazine. I think it is on bookshelves in um, or magazine shelves in Smiths and so on. But it's a quarterly order as well. Fabulous thing.
2: Yeah, it's, mm. it is a wonderful magazine, and we do need more of those type of magazines uh, that share positive news that are going on, because the, the newspapers that we have, no
4: mainstream oh, media, they don't care. Just, they just want to sell, and tragedy and horror and fear sells. And uh, unfortunately,
3: well, yeah. I was uh, thinking about um, PRing us, and uh, about the value of PR and social media and things. And um, I keep meeting people in business who don't actually realise what the value of well-run PR and social media is.
6: Mm. And
3: a lot of the people that's for is because their business is already easily busy enough for them and they feel fine. So they may have got some social media and they just let it hang. Or they may think about and they've got the money to advertise, but no, they don't need that. What happens is the world changes around them. Their client list they built up starts to vanish on them. Mm. And then they realize they haven't had a continual thing, a well-rounded approach to their marketing involving these things, and they're lost. Mm. Um, and believe you me, in business, you do not want to be lost. So, yeah. Uh, by the way, on the uh PR-ing of um, the company I have here, um, Sarah, on the social media, digital marketing side, uh, one of your more impressive things is... Um, doing LinkedIn for a company and 600% increase in leads, wasn't it? Or 600%
4: yeah. increase in sales. Uh, yeah. Uh, ah. that, that was spectrometers. It's my mad scientists Shout Hello. out if you guys are listening.
2: Hello, ISI. Hello. <laughs> and uh, thank you for the Playmobil from... <laughs> that was from John. John. Thank you very much. Dr. Jonathan's Story. My niece and nephew loved him. He's probably
4: <coughs> currently redesigning um, the Itandu housing on the Swedish super telescope or something because it's called yeah okay now space science you've completely lost
2: me yeah okay <laughs> exactly. well i'll leave it to you and them to kind of yeah that's way past my mm. wavelength of my brain
3: aha pr though what is on your wavelength and your brain is that awkward gap in the mental health provision we were talking about mm. earlier on uh, and uh, you are fabulous zenat uh, with the 16 to 18 year old young person's bracket of coaching Because, you know, you don't name names when we're speaking about it, even confidentially outside of what you're doing with people, Mm. but you tell me that you made real differences to young people's lives, and getting that across alone is really good. And Chandra, you make people cry with happiness. I don't think you made that particular point when you are talking about the tears (laughs) earlier on. Um, But you are indeed such a people guy that, um, yeah, you're a person that people should buy from. And by the way, you're wrong about the bit about... um, oh, we might be more costly, but... Because I bought stuff off you which uh, is less than it was on Amazon and things before as well. So That's there's cool a technique. little bit of you, a half USP for you too. <laughs>
5: okay, probably the imposter syndrome in me. Mm.
2: <laughs> there we go. We're still all oh, working oh, on Oh, it's only when you're me- a well-being and mental health coach <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: that can help you <laughs> with imposter that, syndrome. Who, who could that, that be? Possibly, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, I just wanted to ask you in terms, Darren, uh, with your business and PR and social media, is there a fear your kind of um, career line is online. I mean, as in, I've lost my words now, is being lost that people tend to do more social media than PR, but they're not seeing the value in what you do and how much it can be great.
3: Actually, no, I don't feel a fear about it. What you are talking about is an established fact. So if you go networking, you bump into a lot more social media outsources Mm. Uh, and a lot of people doing their own social mm. media and you ever do PRs at a local level mm. um, and that's fine it just means that those of us who are in it are up against a task to educate people about the value of it and I can do that so well, I I'm, I'm not bothered a,
4: People see the value, I think they just have this uh, perception that it's really expensive and that only mm. large yeah. companies can afford to do it and of course that's not the case and I think that that's really where a lot of the education needs to come in mm. um, so it's yeah,
2: Yeah, I think. And you can work uh, alongside people like yourself who are in the social media elements of LinkedIn and working together and website writing, all of that. You know, Mm there's combined skills. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, and if you don't look at the aspect of PR, you're going to miss out on potentially Mm -hmm. a reputation. So social media can give you numbers and it can give you business. uh, But what it doesn't do is things like uh, Daily Express Property Expert. Edward Property, who I work with. Mm -hmm. It doesn't do um, Perry Power uh, sexual uh, abuse uh, campaigner against that Mm -hmm. letter in Sunday Times. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't give you extra kudos and credentials that you need. So if you're not looking at it and you are a serious and ambitious business, I think you're making a mistake. And also, a lot of people just like to hear themselves. Mm. So I was really chuffed to be in the positive news recently. And you also forget the media has social media. It
2: gives you another sense of confidence. And I'm Mm. going to give a big shout out to you because a lot of my growth in my business and credibility has uh, come because of Darren's PR. Uh, All the work that you do um, in front and behind the scenes makes a huge difference. I've been on, you know radio, I've been in magazines, um, I've done speaking events because of that PR, PR, is that right? PR, sorry I thought I said the wrong words there and it does, it really does give you another sense of uh, empowerment, confidence and gets you noticed out there as you used to say.
3: Well, you're going to be in a column in a magazine um, where you're being described as one in a million coming up, aren't you, thanks oh, to gosh, what I've done?
2: i I about that one, actually. No, I, I haven't. <laughs> I right, know, thanks to you again, I'm going to be in that one.
3: So, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's not great about being described as one in a million? And uh, by the way, I'm going to put out a little thank you to some of my favourite media here. So there is the Positive News, there's the Smiley Movement, County Chronicle, where we have a column in, broadcaster on Radio 5 Live, near Athanayakeh. Uh, Nikki Campbell, who's been doing the thing with the BBC broadcaster, like all the media lately, that you're talking about, how these people can interview about really dark subjects all the time. I take my hat off to them. And my my f- new favourite listen uh, at it's Molly Sutton. That's uh, a Twitter handle on Gaydio, You do not have to be gay to listen into it because <laughs> she done. I play some bangers on her song tune. So uh, good one, to Molly Sutton. Just enjoy your media and uh, ideally be part of it and. and myself and Babel Monkey here can help.
2: Fantastic. Indeed they can. Right, you know what, we're going to go into a music break. Swords of a Thousand Men, and this was chosen by Darren. Why did you choose this one initially?
3: Well, it turns out that Chandra also loves it, but that's somewhat coincidental. I chose it because it was the first single 45 vinyl I ever bought, and I just love it still. And the next one, by the way, was um, Ghost Town by The Specials, which I also love. Yes. were not they also Midlands as well? Yeah. Because yeah. everything comes from the Midlands. 40 were from Midlands? <laughs> yeah. right. well, be 40 from the Midlands? Yeah. You know what, we're going to go into a break <laughs> while they have their little <laughs>
2: Boise chat. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about AI and mental health and the impact of this. So see
6: you soon. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery Bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long standing negative stigma. And welcome,
2: welcome back. Okay, so we're going to be talking about AI. And I'm going to throw this in the direction of Sarah mainly, and of course, uh, you know, Darren, and then we'll kind of chip in because it's up their street, and I'll kind of chip in with the questions around the mental health side of things because I kind of got my thoughts around it too. So, uh, AI, tell us a little bit about. What AI actually is, first of all, for people who are still not sure, because it's been around for a long time, actually.
4: Yeah, and um, people don't really um, associate AI with things like Siri and Alexa, but uh, you know, and Hey Google and all that sort of thing. That's that's all AI stuff, basically. Very clever people to put together algorithms that um, mimic human behaviours, if you like, mm-hmm. uh, and human responses. So, um, and we. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, where to start with it? There's there's lots that's positive about it. Um, you know, AI has been responsible for uh, advances in medical technologies, uh, various mm. various other things. Uh, you know, my <clears throat> one of my clients is actually working; they're developing machine learning databases and uh, going into AI uh, on the basis that um, uh, it's um, it, it's making it easier to take over on the. Uh, it basically put 3D mounted. Uh, camera systems onto robots and send them out into battlefields or dangerous situations so you're actually removing Mm. humans from harm uh by employing these kinds of technologies so that's all great but i was just reading this morning actually um you know the uh, actors guild has gone out on strike which meant that uh, yes. so there was I heard um, the, oh my god the uh, the leads from oppenheimer which was yep. premiering in leicester square last night mm. uh, and they all got up and left because the screen actors guild um, went out on, on strike, strike yeah. and it's it's all happening because basically production companies want to be able to scan extras mm. and then just own the the cop- like own the copyright for their images forever and then just superimpose them all the time so that they only have to pay a one day rate for extras um uh to save money now that i can understand why that would mm. um that that would That's threatening, you know. I mean, a lot of people get their break as stars because they start off in much smaller parts. parts. Yeah,
2: as those extras. As those
4: extras, yeah. And uh, and if you if you're taking them off set, then you're limiting people's ability to uh, become immersed in that uh, environment and perhaps then make the most of it. uh, And and if you like, rise up through the ranks. So potentially, it's it's putting them out of job. Work. putting them out of work absolutely and, 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 and robbing has, them of opportunity does, and I think that's, the, that's really the key uh, I think it's quite good that uh, a lot of the big stars are really coming out in support of
2: The unknowns. The the unknowns, yeah. Can I just quickly, because you mentioned um, human behaviour, there was a recent study that showed how AI can learn to identify vulnerabilities in human habits and behaviours and use them to influence human decision-making. It may seem cliché to say AI is transforming every aspect of the way we live and work, but it's true. Mm. Yes, it is, and I think there's always a
4: danger. um, You know, ultimately... Ultimately, um, if if AI is becomes, and it will, become clever enough where it can effectively take over our decision making for us, at some point we, you know, where, where do we know that we're actually being influenced by, like it's our decision or whether we're mm. being influenced by AI? Uh, and at that point, you're sort of losing the humanity. So I'm going to come back to my Save the Human campaign on yep. this. Um, you know, AI is a tool, it is to be used, um, that is, there's a lot of benefits to it, but Actually, somebody was uh, somebody actually asked uh, ChatGPT uh, in the future what jobs will not be threatened by AI, mm. and uh, it mm. came back with uh, the creative sectors basically because mm. AI is not not currently mm. capable of um, being creative in that being sense, being creative in in a way that humans are. But then, um, actually, you do have computer generated art, and you have people who are fans of computer generated mm. art, yeah. um, and i have a bit of an issue with that because for me art is about the story of the of the creator of it and and there's always elements of that that go into the art that actually brings the soul to the piece
2: um i you know we're all different i couldn't have said that better because it is it's that part of your brain that you won't be using Mm. now um thinking about ai people with learning uh, difficulties yes ai might be a helpful solution but also even if they have got those learning difficulties because they they will find the normal learning challenging isn't it great to just be able to naturally challenge the creative side even more rather than just say okay here's the ai go ahead use it without even trying therefore they're losing an element of their human soul i don't really understand Okay. So what I'm saying, somebody with ADHD mm-hmm. um, or is autistic, yeah. AI might be a great tool for th- for them to have when it comes to maybe doing applications for yeah. jobs, et cetera, and all those elements, mm-hmm. because they are going to struggle mm-hmm. a little bit with those on different levels. Mm-hmm. Whereas the creative side, they're, they're not because they've still got that, but that's not being able to shine if they start using AI. Um, I don't know. It really depends on how advanced
4: AI gets. To a certain mm. extent, uh, AI may be able to prompt. Um, okay, so let's say, for example, if if you if you have somebody who doesn't really understand the f- the full range of human emotions, let's yeah. say, um, they can perhaps acknowledge, they can see a. Re- a situation and the reaction that it provokes in somebody else and they put the two together but they don't necessarily feel that mm. and i think that ai potentially has the ability to help remind them of what a quote neuro normal or whatever the expression is. Neurodivergent. No, Mm. people who aren't neurodivergent, um, you know, what their reaction to a situation would be and give them the tools to understand why people are reacting in a certain way. Mm. Um, But I think also there's an element whereby, you know, that's assuming that the non-neurodivergent is the right way to be and that's not necessarily the case Mm. either. So um, I'm just going to, it's a tool. It's a tool. It's how we use it that's going to make the difference. What's your thoughts
2: on AI? Sorry, I've just interrupted them on their
5: phone.
6: Um, no, no,
5: um, I was just thinking and listening to uh, Sarah and yourself. Um, yeah, I think AI is, is a good tool. I was speaking to somebody, I think um, recently said it saved them two days a week by writing their emails and things from them so it gave them some time back mm. which was good. And then we also had a presentation recently at a, an FSB meeting um, by the slides presentation man who mm. said... Um, The slides can be done by AI and it could almost put him out of business (laughs) as well. But he actually quite uh, welcomed that because he said, well, there's other things that um, he can do that uh, AI can't. But um, if you start relying on AI to do everything, Mm. what's left of us? Where where is that creativity and everything else there? What differentiates you from anybody else? You know, we're all the same then, aren't we?
2: And that does go back to what you were saying. It's a tool. And that happens with a lot of different other aspects. Well,
4: just look at calculators. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just a really basic one. I cannot, for the life of me, remember how to do long division. We all know that my math sucks anyway. Uh, but for the life of me, I can't remember how to do long division at all. I can remember mm. how to lay it out and that's about it. I can't do mm. anything with it then. Um, and that's because I've just relied on calculators for so many years yeah. that I, I haven't had to do it. So if mm. you're not practicing something, you lose the ability to do it. They take a calculator away. My life depends on being able to uh, do some kind of long division and I can't do it. I'm, yeah, um, And I think AI has the potential to take over so much stuff that if it then for some reason wasn't around, we'd have lost the ability to perform
2: those actions ourselves so i think yeah so this is interesting because um on one of the things i was reading it says um that ai this um the addiction to ai can cause problems to future generations Mm. and then it goes on how does this um ai affect well-being so one of the significant concerns um, is the impact on mental health and well-being, as it can lead to feeling of isolation, anxiety, and depression? So, one area where i, uh, I AI is increasingly being used is in the mental health care, which is interesting. Mm. Like i e the chat box and the psychological
4: Yeah, I, I mean, these, what's your thought on that? And I mean, chat boxes <laughs> is one of those things that um, I think <laughs> they annoy na- me. Uh, people <laughs> are getting people are getting more kind of. They kind of accept the fact that if you, let's say you log onto your bank, you have a question, you put it into the into the chat box um, and you just kind of accept the fact that you're you're typing in. You're going to get a, a chat bot giving you back whatever, you know, looking for the keywords and giving you back a response. Um, and you may not particularly like it, but it's efficient and it's it's probably faster than waiting for somebody to come and talk to you. Um, but my problem comes in where you have these chat bots, chat Chat boxes with a picture of a human person with a headset on, <laughs> but then it actually transpires <laughs> that you're that you're talking to an AI. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know. Mixed I just, messages. To me, that just feels disingenuous, and um, uh, it's not necessarily the sort of thing that I would want my brand to be. Um, mm. uh, foisting onto people if you like you know if if, be honest about it uh don't try and cover up
2: that it's an ai if it's an ai own it yeah and i think that's really important message in terms of if we're ringing up those hotlines because there is um talk about the healthcare in terms of the you know let's look for instance samaritan's mind having those chat boxes but they're actually ai Mm. when you're in a mental health crisis you want to be talking to a human yeah not AI. A robot yeah. ai not an ai yes i agree it's um
4: they're actually introducing e uh, legislation in the eu uh to try and govern the use of ai uh and they've sorted it into three categories and i can't, can't four categories rather i can't quite remember but it's sort of basically it's like really threatening uh so it's a no no Uh there's a extremely concerning so proceed with caution there's mm. a minimal risk not too worried about it and Fourth one is like, yeah, that's fine, don't worry. Uh, Obviously, that's not actually the categorization (laughs) that they use, but that's essentially it. Um, And, you know, the ones that, uh, you know, the law is going to basically say you are not allowed to use AI to generate deep fakes. Um, Yeah. um, But then I think this is all going to build up an element of distrust as well, because... How thing. do you know you're really talking to the person that you think you're talking to? You could even be on a Zoom and and it's not actually the person you think mm. you're talking to. Um, we're all going to end up feeling very distrustful, I think, mm. um, or very cautious. Or maybe I'm just old fashioned and getting old and the next
2: generation will be absolutely, absolutely fine, fine with it. it be I, normal. I mean, I love human contact. So for me, I prefer that with anything, even with all these automated don't even get me started on that Uh, luckily the show's coming to an end but um the automated um, messages or it says tell us if you want um i don't know a direct debit department finance department you've got to say it and they don't understand what you're saying and then you're repeating it again and then again and they still don't understand whether it's your voice your accent or what it is it's that's really frustrating frustrating. on
5: the other side is it now the fear of the unknown you know if you go back 50 years 60 years 70 years and how technology has advanced Mm. We were afraid of what's going to take over, you know. Um, we're never going to have a landline again. We're just going to have, uh, communicate on mobile phones. But mm. now we're holding computer in our hands mm. all the time. Uh, so you need technology, you need advancement, mm. and it's that fear of that unknown. Where is it going to lead to? Mm. And there's a lot of fear put around AI as well that uh, people think, well, actually, well, I don't know. Uh, will the robots take
3: over? Well, uh, I would suggest that uh, and I'm speaking as a person who's a lover of science fiction and have been for a long time and history so humanity has done a really great job of um, creating marvellous things um, and our, us as consumers rely on so much that has been driven by the industrial revolution but look at the harm that did as well. Mm-hmm. And Sarah and I, uh, we're not in the Luddite uh, category. We want to celebrate the good things that mm. AI can bring. But we also know that humans actually rather suck at controlling our own creations mm-hmm. and do things like inv- uh, creating nuclear energy and nuclear bombs mm. in the well, same energy hand. energy came
4: from the bombs, so yeah. Um, yeah. which is also one of the reasons why it's so shrouded in secrecy and is having such a bad time of it with its own PR. Um, but... Um, yeah it's i think we get so excited by what we can do and we get so carried away with the forget. with the with the innovation and the how excited we are about all of this stuff that can happen we actually st- forget to stop and ask whether or we should be doing it yeah. um, and That's I nice. think you know the industrial revolution is a, is a I mean I, I'm fascinated with old power stations yeah. um, mostly because of everything that they represent mm. you know they, they they actually they brought us into the world that we live in with electric light you know they mm. that because of them we have you know we have the ability to keep food colder for longer mm. um, we have the ability to put lights on and stay up later and get up earlier before the dawn and uh, you know stay up after dark Um, But equally, the flip side is um, global warming um, and and the impact that these are having on the environment. So uh, I I find it's a real dichotomy, and I find it fascinating. Um, They're such an anachronism, but they're so such a statement on where we are today. There's
3: there's two particular bits which uh, amuse me as reflections. Uh, One of them is that artificial intelligence is meant to emulate humanity. Therefore... It's likely that it's going to bring some of the downsides that human personalities have. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you started out this by saying, uh, well, AI has been asked about what it's not going to uh, harm creative industries because it can't be creative. No one at the moment is actually saying, hang on a minute, is this AI we just asked about whether it's going to take over the world and do creative industries and all the rest They're actually lying? Yes. Because if it's sufficiently intelligent intelligence yeah. Yeah. it's going to deceive its way in a terminator like manner to
4: yes, yes, so doing
3: exactly what it damn well wants. It completely
4: comes back to Skynet fights back, doesn't yeah. it?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
5: well, By let's the way, hope we're, it doesn't go uh, to that. We're not one. robots here. We're actual people here today. So you are listening <laughs> to actual people.
2: Yes. Over we're a human in and out through. Uh, we haven't got long. Do you know what? I wanna just want to sort of throw something a bit of a, a sort of a, a gossipy thing. I was listening to Jamie Fixton and uh emma bunton on the radio uh, early this morning and they were talking about mobile phones and their beefs when people message just throw something differently here because this actually causes people stress and anxiety and frustration so when you get a message somebody sends you a message and you you know they've looked at it and they don't respond to you oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> so to go. i mean
4: I, d- I don't get stressed about that. Typically, I don't. Typically, I don't get stressed about it. I suppose it rather depends on who you've messaged and, and, and why, you know, if you're thinking. Uh, so, no, I, 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 people forget that mobile phones are tools. Yes, again. Uh, you don't have to answer it. If you're in the middle of a Zoom call, you don't have to pick up the mm. phone and go, sorry, I'm in the middle of a Zoom. Just don't answer it. It's yeah. a phone. In the old days, if you We'd were out, you never picked your landline yeah. up. Um, and it's that constant, of, why aren't you picking up your phone? Yeah. Why aren't you picking you've up, up your phone? You've got to be on
2: demand all the time, right. so everybody else, you've got to respond. And, and that's the road to hell and again yeah. that's the FOMO tics. isn't it it's the f- yeah. fear thing that you know people are missing out if uh, they're not getting read or mm. even the whole thing about voice messages you send a voice message to someone and they get stressed and they're like well why are you stressing with the voice message you know think about I might not be in the position to actually text so a voice message is actually easier, easier. but is isn't for me I see it as the human side you know a bit of actual connection
6: because
2: you're hearing the voice.
4: Um, really, it depends to a certain extent if uh, a I'm in a position to actually listen to yeah. the message, and b um, um, it,
2: be it the other one's yeah. gone out of my head. But <laughs> if it's urgent, <laughs> if it's urgent, I'd, ru- I'd send a text message. I wouldn't send a voice message because I know people won't listen to it unless they can listen to it. Yeah, and They'll also in it their own
4: time. If you've got a lot of stuff going on in the voice message, you sometimes forget. What's in that voice message? So you have to listen to it three or four times and then you answer each of the points in that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that kind of depends as well. Yeah, it's an interesting one. The other beef they spoke about was when somebody sends text messages and it's like, Bing, 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 one-liners. Oh, I'm
4: terrible for that.
2: Yes, I know you are. That's why I brought that up as well. <laughs> it's like, why can't <laughs> you, you, you just then. write one message and send yeah. it all, and you've got to send ten different lines? Because my brain just doesn't work that way. They you have I'm... to
5: respond to the ten messages. The A and the B just proved that. <laughs>
2: and, <Yeah>. by, <laughs> and then by the time you've answered the first one, the other pings come through, and you're like, well, hang on, where does that one fit in? And then you've got to do that weird button copy thing reply.
3: No, yeah, haven't. but that but that that is actually <laughs> useful. If you send a big message, then you can't isolate bits to reply to them individually.
4: That's exactly. Mm. And also, I, I'll have a thought, and then another thought pops straight in, and then another put. So yeah, and uh, oh, that's
3: human, isn't it? That's the way yeah. we think.
5: <laughs> but I like the reactions on there. It's easier to just put a reaction nowadays yeah. rather than answer. Yeah.
6: Uh, I, I,
2: do you know what? Also, I think people forget on these message systems, you can turn off certain aspects yes. of it. So when people get upset or angry you know I've sent it there's two ticks why haven't they answered yet that's because maybe they have seen it they can't answer but they're not you know you're not going to see that so exactly I, I just <sighs> I, I work on Sit the
4: basis the that labs. people will get back to me when they've got the chance yeah. <laughs> it's not the end of the world it's not personal it's not no. somebody going oh I can't be bothered to respond to that mm. or, most of the time
5: also sometimes it. you need time to think about your response yeah, as well so um, you know it's it's like sending messages, um, it's probably best to sleep on things, so um, even f- it applies to WhatsApp as well. You yeah. know emails. Yeah,
2: as well when you've got to send them
5: people skills course
2: people skills course oh <laughs> your emails as well interesting one that will be another one for a nice little topic talk uh well unfortunately, we're we're not going to get onto micromanaging we're going to have to get you back in the studio where we can talk about micromanaging mm. and experiences around that and the psychological effects
5: now you're micromanaging us
2: i'm micromanaging you this is different micromanaging
5: it's not it's just hosting
4: it's yeah. hosting
2: i'm guiding Thank you. I'm guiding. Well, I'd like to say thank you very much for my wonderful abateer guest, yeah. Sarah Marsh collins from Babel Monkey Digital Marketing, Chandra Sharma from Elmcroft. He's showing his thing in case I don't get it right. <laughs> Elmcroft <laughs> Business Services. Thank you. And Darren Wheel of InTune PR, also the sponsor um, of Mindset Matters. Now, if you've got a story out there that you would like to share of your journey or somebody's made a difference in your life, then please do get in touch. Uh, you can email me at MindsetHorizons at gmail.com or just send me a direct message. If you want to be a guest on the show, again, email me at MindsetHorizons at gmail.com and I will give you the details. In the meantime, keep safe, keep well, and I'll see you back here next week. We're going to go out with a tune, first of all, called Call Me Baby. And that was uh, requested by Sarah because? <laughs> uh, just because. it. it just whenever because.
4: I hear it, it's the Miami Dolphins uh, video and it just cracks me up. Well, here we go. I threw a wish in the well.
1: Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Noorani on Channel 2 Radio.
0: I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep trying.